Good afternoon, folks. This is Taylor with Food Hoops and Other Things. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Jerry. Hi. <laughs> you guys, you're probably listening to this thinking like, oh, my gosh, I hope this is not another three-minute episode where this all gets erased. You and I and my friends here, we just want to say thank you for your patience with us. Sorry that happened. We're going to avoid that at all costs for the rest of our time. Jared, how are you recovering, brother? It was really nice that Apple gave us a brand new laptop for our podcast. They're yeah, a great sponsor. Cool. Yeah, they're a great sponsor. Yeah, and then Beats gave us those wireless headphones yeah. so we can like hear, make sure nothing's for nothing sure. weird's yeah. happening. Yeah, new mic stands. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, new mic stands. That's a it complete cool. joke. We're not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> so if this sub breaks, our whole life is crushed. Do you want to know when I got this laptop? Seriously, I got it in 2009. So it's nearly 10 years old. So, And that's the first time it ever crashed. Ever. <laughs> wow. No, that's not true. It's crashed a million times. But it still runs. I know. It's great. Except for when it crashes and our podcast gets gets wrecked. Anyways, I'm not bitter. We're moving on. We're yeah. moving forward. A couple yeah. of positive There's grace, people. right? There's mercy. Grace in the world amongst us. You got a song for that? Yeah. Grace like rain. I thought I thought you were asking me to sing. I didn't know this. Oh was... yeah, no, I wasn't okay, sure cool. either. Okay, cool. Well, we're back and we are ready to party. Ellen, how was your weekend? Good weekend. You uh you went on another excursion through <laughs> California, right? This is true. I took it took it south. All right. To, uh, to San Diego. Very a cool. Day trip. Day trip. How do you keep thinking to do these things? Like, I know. Go to I all these places. That. Like, where do you research? Where I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, these are the perks of being unemployed presently. Okay, Spoiler that's fair. Alert. Spoiler alert. Um, I honestly, I just save food places that I want to go, like on social media, and then I make a day of it. That's perfect. Honestly. So like sites, I guess the food takes you where you need to go. Food and like cool places. To okay. eat the food or eat the food near or see, you know. See the sights. See the sights. I love that. So do you follow like a bunch of food like Instagram accounts or something and then it pops up like you need to check this out? Or is it like your explore page? I would say a little bit of both. I follow some LA food pages and then I think based on the amount of food I look at, it recommends me food on the explore page. I follow a ton of food Instagrams yeah. as well. Like I, I think it's important well here's the thing like social media is looked at for the most part in a negative light these days like people think it's taking over but then there's this whole other side where like social media exposes you to things you likely have never seen heard of or existed and nine times out of ten they're in like a relatively close proximity to where your life is at this exact moment so the food thing is fantastic and i follow a ton of food blogs (laughs) so how you know you gotta know yeah like the other day i saw like it must have been pizza because i'm nuts about pizza but i saw this pizza in los angeles and i told my wife like if we do a date night we got to go find this pizza because it's it's urgent that we taste this (laughs) i would never know about it unless it was on instagram so what was it called what are you looking forward to i I gotta look it up i don't remember it was pizza or pasta i can't remember okay same nation category such What were you going to say, Jared? I had nothing to say. Cool. Did you guys play HQ with John Mayer last night by any chance? I came in accidentally on question three. I was a little late. 
the so worst. Sad. He was funny when I was watching him. He was funny. He pretended to be the guy's dad, which is really, really funny. And uh, they sang Grateful Dead songs in between all of them and changed all the lyrics, and it was the best. Super funny. I'm surprised you got to see that. Usually you're out by like question two or three. That's funny. I got out on question seven, Jared. Wow. Yeah, it was a good day. It was a really good day. Dude, good for you, man. Did you have a good weekend, Jared? Yeah, I did, actually. Talk um, to us. Didn't what, really what do happened? much. I did homework, hung out with my wife. I did stuff with for the baby, not with the baby. She's not here. That was weird. For the baby. kind of weird. Who yeah. isn't even here yet. Yeah, isn't that strange? Like, fixed her crib because I didn't put the, like, drawer on right, so, like, it popped off and my wife was like using it to like put you stuff gotta get away. that thing on track brother <laughs> yeah i know dude that was funny so i did fix that i felt like a complete dad yesterday it was a great moment um, well it was father's day wow <laughs> wow <laughs> wow yeah so it was great went to cheesecake factory got that chipotle like pasta spicy oh, one yeah. you know it's i think that- we've talked about it on the pod before that fried chicken with it, it was yeah, great, so good, so good. Oh, yeah. you went fried chicken. You had to sub that. I, I had to sub that. Did it was you great. Keep the peas in it or ditch those. I I kept that in there, but I got rid of the mushrooms. Oh, I can't stand the peas. Yeah, interesting. Anywho, so it was great. Yeah, it was that's good. cool. Good time, man. Glad it was a good weekend. First Father's Day, very cool. So I got to spend time with my friends and family at home in Santa Cruz. It was the bomb, and I got to eat at some local places. Told you I love that pizza place there. I got to get one of those. Uh, we went to a local Mexican restaurant, and it was the best, Little Tampico's. And you know what else I tried, which I'm excited to share with you guys? What? I tried the Jurassic Chomp Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Have you guys heard about this? Never heard of this. Okay, so, meh, nope. Jurassic Park, the movie, the major motion picture, I believe it's coming out this next week. Fallen Kingdom, you heard of it? Jurassic World? They have a partnership with DQ Dairy Queen for their blizzards, and they make it's essentially like a variation on a Reese's Blizzard, only it's far worse than a Reese's Blizzard. You get these little like peanut butter balls that you want them to taste like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but they taste like the generic brand that you get at like Safeway or whatever. So, total bummer. Um, so it's just peanut butter and like I- vanilla ice cream or something or what? It's, yeah, it's like vanilla ice cream swirled around with these like chomp ball things that taste like generic peanut butter cups that aren't good. And so how does this relate to Jurassic World? I have no idea, but they call it Jurassic Chomps. What an which awful guys, idea! It's called Chomp, so we got to give it that. But they I would only give it us. that's intellectual property. Amen, brother. I told them that, I told them. and they were like, "We're doing a lot better than you guys." <laughs> I was like, "Shut up." Yeah, anyway. They didn't delete their last episode. Yeah. Whatever. All right, moving right along. <laughs> Let's get into today's category. So we're continuing our series of weird foods we enjoy. Last week we tried Jared's uh cool lickle, if you will, and it was disgusting. My desk is still stained from the Kool-Aid. <laughs> but we ate it and it was fun. I actually I told my mom, Cindy, who I saw she gives the greatest hugs. <laughs> she gives the best hugs. She was like, oh my gosh, that sounds delicious. I would love to try that sometime. Me and Cindy need to hang more. That's what I'm saying, man. We are continuing this weird foods that we enjoy series. And I guess they're not always weird, but today Ellen has brought in two delectables. Ellen, what are we what are we dining on today? Okay, so I tried to rack my brain of what weird things that I eat. I even asked people around me and... I think I eat pretty normal stuff, just saying. 
Cool, cool, cool. However, I drew some inspiration from my travels in the past year and tried to, like, channel some things I tried. So, for today, we have the Dutch treat of Stroopwafels. Stroopwafels. Jared may have an alternate pronunciation. (laughs) Jared got (laughs) a very concerned look on his face. So, I tried these. Fun fact, you guys. There's a city in Holland called Druten. So Ooh. that's like where my name comes from. Oh, yeah. So I got to eat Stroop waffles for the first time in like my home city. That is a moment. So, fun fact. You're always going to have that. I will. And they also sell that world market. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> and Trader Joe's, I think. And then for an Asian delight, we have Japanese style green tea mochi. Oh, so, yes. Totally different. Totally different vibes. Um, So we're just going to check it out. Some so I noticed treats. this mochi is like room temperature. Is that the common way to get your mochi on? So the common, maybe mainstream way to eat mochi is the mochi ice cream. That's what I've had from traders. Yeah. So it's filled with ice cream instead of whatever, whatever this is, is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> From what I've seen in like a little short film on The Great Big Story, you guys should look at it. Mochi is like super goopy and it's going to be like taffy but lighter. Okay. So you're kind of, have you had this before, Jerry? Never. It looks so gross when they like sh- <laughs> showed people shoving it in their mouth and like <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest. It was kind of gross to watch, but it was, it seemed appealing. Have so. you had the ice cream version? No, I've I've like never had mochi in my life. Oh, well, let's get it on. Where should we start? We but I have had strop waffles. <laughs> Stroop. Stroop. So it's not Stroop. I don't know. Did they say Stroop in Holland? Because my grandma always said Stroop. <laughs> she had a frog I don't think I heard them said it. I just bought it at the cash register. <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't need to order. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into it right now. Are you guys ready? Yeah. All right. We're, I just the bag. we're, <laughs> we're starting with the uh, Stroop waffles, I believe. And by Stroop, I mean Stroop. So we have here mini Stroop waffles. Um, they're about as big as, I'd say like an Oreo, an Oreo, maybe a little, um, Chips Ahoy type guy, you know, in the little bags. Usually normal size is probably, I don't know, as big as like a big cookie from Auntie Anne's or something. (laughs) Big cookie. Okay. (laughs) A pretzel. Pretzel. What is the flavor? It's a soft toasted waffle filled with cinnamon and real bourbon vanilla caramel. Are you getting that? These are so good. I've had these before, but. Everything about them is perfect. Like the texture of the cookie, the goo in the middle, like it's not stringy, but it's not like rock hard. The flavors are so unique and so true to, you know, what this cookie should be. Like it has no flaws to me. Maybe explain what it looks like. I don't know if many people have had this before. Yeah, so it it looks like an Eggo waffle kind of, like miniature version, but it's like perfectly golden brown all around it and then there's like a very very thin layer of like this caramely no cinnamon vanilla in the middle but like it's it's different you know like you say vanilla you think you know what you're talking about (laughs) but this is like so unique to this cookie it it really truly is delicious if you've never had one of these so i like that we've all had these and that we all love them like i'm I always forget about these, too. They're so good, though. These are incredible. Do they have these at, like, Trader Joe's and stuff? Mm-hmm. They do? Okay. Just like that in a little bag. If you can find a Dutch bakery, get the big ones. Yeah. A little bit more expensive, but they're great. Is the filling, like, thicker? Just a tad bit more because 
they're so big, but you have to keep them really thin like this though, because that's what gives it that consistency. And you don't want to overpower like the little crunch or chewiness of that outside cracker. The crunch is like, it's just so like subtle, but also so like pleasing, you know, like there's, it's not like the crunch of a, an Oreo where it kind of like crisps off. Like everything is just like happening at once with these cookies. They complement each other so well. Great, great pick, Ellen. Seriously. We'll see about round two here. Should we try the mochi? Are we still loving the shroop waffles? I'm ready to try mochi. All right. Now, have you had these back to back before? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so this is uncommon to try <laughs> never these together. In the same, um, I say we're really spanning the globe here with our snacks, and I've never had them back to back. That's good. We need we need to get a cultural experience here for sure. That's who we yeah, are. I we're food yeah. other things. We try it for the people. All right, let's get into it. So I'm looking at a big green loogie, it looks like, <laughs> with, with some, with some powdered it. sugar dust around it. Am I am I close to that? Are they soft? Are they hard? Oh, You've you got to feel this thing. It feels like... It's like oh, a man. dense marshmallow almost. It is. That's a great way of putting it. I was going to say guys, like Play-Doh, but yeah. marshmallow's better. Um, have you guys ever gotten like the mochi as a topping at Yogurt Land? Every time I get that. Okay. Literally every time. Okay. So it's like that, but just in a bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Jared put the entire thing in his mouth. It's like eating a golf to take ball. A bite. <laughs> Very concerned look on his face. It's like flour, not sugar around it. <laughs> that was Jared explaining what it was with a mochi ball in his mouth. Do people call them mochi balls or are they just mochi? I think just mochi. Cool. All right, here we go. It's pretty good. It's definitely, it's different than your classic, well, obviously it's not ice cream, but it's <laughs> it's kind of nice that it's not cold. Like, it's way more, like, approachable, I feel like. I like it because it's almost like a not-sweet gummy bear in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's a that great way of putting it. sitting in your car for a few minutes. It's, it's like, like a the bit, adult like version of a gummy bear. Uh-huh. More um, mature version. Yeah. I hate these. <laughs> Try another one, but like bite into it first. No? Okay. I don't like that there's just dry flour on the outside of it. I'm like, why would you do such a thing? I was so set up for sugar. It's probably so you can like hold it without it like sticking to your fingers. Yeah, I don't care for that. I'd rather it stick. I like the green tea flavor as well. Like, you don't get enough green tea things in life, I don't feel like. I think Asian culture has made it like accessible to a lot of different food groups and items but yeah it's always nice to like come across that i'm always willing to give it a shot i'm with you i'm a sucker for green tea or matcha anything i wanted to bring matcha kit kats but they were out so what is matcha and how is it different than green tea so matcha is is green tea but in a different form if I'm not mistaken. So instead of steeping green tea, like with the tea bag or tea leaves, they grind it super, super fine. So it turns into a powder and you mix it in instead of just steeping it. That makes sense. Like a green tea latte is with the powder instead of steeping the tea. Got it. So why is our matcha in a ball with powder on? I think that's just a variation. It's probably like that. You probably can't get it to a shape very well without it like coming back to this it's like play-doh i guess but you just said it's a powder so like yeah the green tea part is a powder but this is like the mochi form so 
like mochi is in this. It's like flour ball form becomes like bread, you know, when it's mixed with the certain things. Yeah. So this is green tea flavored mochi. So you also could have like strawberry. Yeah. Or like red bean, mango, strawberry. Yeah. All those things. I really like these. I, I grabbed a second one. I've always been a sucker for gummy candies. My favorite candy is standard gummy worms, non-sour. I love them. I absolutely love them. But, you know, a gummy worm is traditionally, like, pretty gooey in the middle and, like, not very, like, soft textured like a mochi ball is. And that's why I always get it in my frozen yogurt because it's, like, getting the sensation of a gummy worm, but it's not, like, going to turn rock hard like it does in your yogurt land, you know? Like, it stays gooey, and I love that. Is that okay with you guys? <laughs> I'm totally with you. I get it every time I go to Yogurtland, too. Cause right, I cool. like it because it's not super It's not super sweet. It's like a little bit, it's like a toned down yeah. gummy candy. When, yeah, what's up? I think I may have eaten this wrong because I put it all in my mouth at one time. Yeah, that's why I said grab another one. But I don't, like, like it, though. Like, I got too much flour in my bite. It was a flower bite. Yeah. When do you traditionally eat mochi balls like this? And yes, I went back to mochi ball. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> Is this a, a dessert? I, I'm honestly not sure. I. That's a great question that maybe the internet or someone who is traditionally. Or a listener. Yeah, a listener who may be super into mo- mochi. Yeah, I like it. I, re- I actually really like it. It's good. It's I'm trying to think like when I would have this because it, it's it's sweet, but it's not like super sweet like ice cream. It's also it also has like that flavor and that texture like a dessert might. So I could yeah. see myself if I'm not feeling like I want a full blown like cake and ice cream. Like I could see myself grabbing something like. But yeah, how okay? So you've like kind of bitten it apart now. What do you think? Do you like it? I still don't like the flour. You're out on mochi then. Yeah, it's giving me like a dry taste. I don't like that. But isn't it kind of nice that it's not like overpowering with sugar? No. And I'd rather it be cold. Like I think I'd like maybe the ice cream type. Mm-hmm. The ice cream one is delicious. Cause I'll warn you though that it has p- powder on the outside too, but you can just brush it off. It's like a, the ice cream is a more firm format. Because it's bigger frozen. usually, right? Mm-hmm, a little bigger, yeah. Do you guys ever have like the cream puff balls that you freeze? Yeah. That's what I want it to be like. I think that's what I was envisioning. Then you should try the the ice cream ones. They sell them at Trader Joe's. Yeah, and they have tons of flavors. They're super good. The coffee ones. All right, let's give our final chomps here. Stroopwafel. I love them. I think there's zero things wrong with them. Five out of five chomps. I could eat them all the time. I'm totally with you. It's the perfect store-bought cookie. It's everything you want from like a house baked cookie that your mom makes but you can just buy it at the store they're ready to go they're fantastic i'm gonna have another one completely agree and that's the fun with the minis is that like it's not a huge investment you can just pop a few in your mouth if you want versus the big one where you might feel like should i just have one should i have two these are like have a few Should i have 12 exactly exactly jared what do you think on the uh, stroops stroops they're five out of five for sure all right, what about the mochi balls? <laughs> if you're going to put it all in your mouth, it's zero out of five. <laughs> Fair. If you're going to take smaller bites, I give like a two out of five. Oh, okay. What I do not like is the warmness and the powder. I, it just dried my mouth, and I 
I got a sense of a non-flavored powder like in my in my mouth and not really anything else. Like I still feel like I need to drink a ton of water because it's like stuck on the top of my mouth, like back in my throat. You really hated it the first bite, and then you came up to a two. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good improvement. Because it was overpowering in the powder. Yeah, that's fair. And because it's so goopy, there's like nowhere for it to go. Absolutely, man. It's kind of dry. It's not like wet or moist, you know? Yeah. I wonder what you could pair mochi with, like if it goes well with tea or something. Well, it must. Maybe that's the the theme with these two. Because you could eat both of these with tea. And it would be good. You totally could. Like a little just side of your drink yeah. snack. I'm with you. What's your chomp rating on the mochi balls? <laughs> I I like them, but I mean, they're not like what I go for always. They're just sure. kind of like a fun, like it's been a international while. delicacy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a solid three out of five chomps. Like they're good for what they are, but I'm not like, ooh, I need these. Yeah. I once again could not agree with you more. I'm never going to go out and get these, but if I see them and I'm like, haven't had them in a while and it's at like the grocery store, yeah. I might grab a pack. Just, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember trying this. It's pretty good. I, I could go for some of this. I could especially see myself doing that with someone who's never had them before. Yeah. Just saying like, oh yeah, you should give these a try. They're kind of interesting. All right, cool. So that is our final thoughts. Next week, I will bring in a something i find enjoyable that maybe not everyone else does maybe they will i don't know so yeah tune in next week when we come back we're going to talk about the nba welcome back to the hoops portion of food hoops and other things this week was pretty interesting, guys. You guys follow up with the news in the NBA? I for sure did. Yeah. Ellen? I've been checking out these free agents that are happening. Amen to that. Amen. Yeah, we got that Kawhi Leonard drama. That was pretty incredible. I think that news broke Friday that he was, or publicly said, or not publicly, but his camp said from social media that he was looking to come to LA, wanted to leave the Spurs because of mistrust in the organization, how they handled his hip or quad injury. Yeah. But that was pretty interesting. So maybe the Lakers, you know, go for a trade. Maybe we don't. Maybe Hard we're to miss say. out on Paul George, LeBron. What are we talking? What do you guys think? Well, I mean, just backtracking a little bit, like, I was pretty nervous. You know, we wouldn't have anything to talk about with basketball. And then, like, the very next minute, I opened my phone and it was like four different, really, really crucial NBA stories broke. And yeah, my fear is. It's just not there anymore. Like there's, I feel like all summer long there's going to be stuff to talk about. Like, and if you think about it even further, basketball is going to pick right back up in like two and a half months. Like September is when it starts. You know, we have summer league right around the corner. The draft is coming up. You know, in a couple days. So I think there's, I think we'll be fine. Like there's a million free agents. Absolutely. Yeah, I was never worried we we're going to have stuff to talk about. I mean, we're in L.A. This is the Lakers. They run this town. <laughs> What about the Clippers, dude? Who? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the LeBron James... No, I'm sorry. The Kawhi Leonard story broke. He wants out. He wants out of the Spurs organization. Here's the thing. He's a top three player in the league. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. But he is definitely a top player in the NBA. Since his injury, he's a guy it's you, hard to rank He's him. a guy you trade assets for. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I would trade assets for a lot of people. 
you know. Would you trade assets for Paul George? No. Really? No, I wouldn't. Okay. Cool. So, because I know we can get him as a free agent, where we don't have to oh give up anything. Oh my gosh! Okay. Gotcha. Anyways, good one. <laughs> I mean, I might, but I think I'd still give up more for Kawhi. Kawhi is one of those guys that he's you younger. He's 26. Yeah, one of the greatest defenders in the NBA. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, he, he can lock down anybody. Is. He straight up locked down LeBron James when he was on the Heat when he was, you know, 22. Kawhi Leonard is a Finals great MVP. NBA player, and I would go bonkers if he came to the Lakers. Truly bonkers. I would give up. Yeah, I would for sure give up assets for him. We're in full agreement on that. Absolutely. I hope it happens. But I also, you know, I don't know. It sounds like the most recent news sounds like they're a little hesitant with his injury history. Which I think is valid. Definitely valid. I mean, that's a reason I can't rank him in the top three right now because I don't know how this injury has affected his future. I'm saying pre-injury. That's what you got to bank on. You got to think that he's going to come back to 100% health when he's fully (laughs) healthy. That's a huge risk. Look at Kobe Bryant, you know? He never came back from that. He was 35 when he first came. I know, I'm just kidding. But, um... Yeah, Kawhi Leonard, huge prospect. Did you see that, Ellen? Yeah, I did see that. I also just, we feel like we've never said this before. He's from Riverside, where we're recording the pod right now. Oh, my now. gosh, you make an excellent we point. Have, like, so cool, actually. Beyond cool, yeah. yeah. He It would be cool to have him back. He'd probably want to do the show if he knew this was in Riverside. Should we tag him in our next post? It's not a bad <laughs> idea. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. He's a Los Angeles, Southern California guy. Like he went to high school like up the street from here. King High School. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So and cool. He was a living legend. We have a mutual friend, Ryan, who I don't think he listens to the show, but he probably wants to. He like he like knew him in his classes. Oh no way. Said he was a bit of a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> Not always around, but you know, whatever. That's him. Um Yes, I would be thrilled if he came to the Lakers. I would give up assets. Is there assets you would give up, Jared, and who would they be? Yeah, I think I'd give up Kyle Kuzma first out of anybody on our team. Okay. I think his... Anybody or of our top like prospects? I mean, obviously, if, if you're going to go after a choir, you're going to need to give up some of your top young prospects. So Definitely. Kuzma is one of them. Okay. And I would give him up over Ingram, <laughs> Ball, and even Josh Hart, to be honest. That's insane. I think okay. <laughs> I think Kuzma. He was a rookie of the year candidate. I know. I know. Hear me out. I okay. think Kuzma's stock is really high right now because he played way better than people thought he was going to and had some pretty significant minutes for the Lakers this past year as we were rebuilding. Absolutely. I think moving forward, we're going to have enough guys that can create a shot off the ball, though, or off the dribble. And Definitely. I think that's really what his strength is. He doesn't really do like too much else for us. I mean, mm-hmm. he's in the game. You know he's going to shoot the ball. Like. And he's even said that, like, he's just going to go after it. He's going to drive. He's not really going to look to pass as much. Maybe he can grow into that, but he's going to look to be a guy that creates his own shot. And he's a pretty good shooter. But I think that's why we can we can trade him away now if we're going to get guys like LeBron or Paul George or just one of those guys. They fill his spot and then some. Cause but wouldn't he be him, so obviously. great coming off the bench? Far better than, like, a Josh Hart? Honestly, Josh Hart really played really, really well the last like two he months of this awesome. season. Awesome! Don't get me wrong; he played awesome. But I think like he was getting double doubles, steals, like assists. He was totally. Doing even more than but Kuzma I think what Kuzma, capacity. the stamp he made on that team, far outweighs what Josh Hart made. I, I honestly like I don't even know if Josh Hart is going to get to the level Kuzma was at last year. Like, I think he was already pretty close. To be honest, he just wasn't in the limelight enough. 
and he didn't get enough minutes like Kuzma did. He wasn't playing at all the first half of the year, you know, because he was injured. I think his finger or his wrist or something. He only started playing like the last two months, and he so wasn't even you think starting. If really, Josh Hart played the full year, he would have more credit than Kuzma. No, okay. but what I'm saying is, I think we get more out of a Josh Hart being on our team that can play more of like a Trevor Ariza for like the Lakers moving forward, compared to Kuzma who's going to take shots away from LeBron and Paul George and possibly Kawhi or one of those guys that they're still on our team. Because we know Lonzo's not going to do that. He's just going to facilitate. Ingram's still grown into himself where he can already do those things. Maybe just not as confident as Kuzma. But I think, again, Kuzma's stock is really high right now where we wouldn't have to give away as much if I it's see just the point you're two. He has and he could have now. the biggest sophomore slump out of anybody. I that's totally all I'm saying. I don't think so, but I understand what you're saying. But that's all I'm saying. That's why I think right, so he's someone we should look at. Give two of away. those guys. Who would you package? Who, who Basically, who are you going to keep on the Lakers? Yeah, I'd probably package Kuzma and Ingram. Wow. Over Lonzo. Probably, because I think we need more of a facilitator That's moving very forward. interesting. I think we need more of a facilitator moving forward. All right. But that all banks all right. on if we can get Kawhi or LeBron or Paul George. Obviously, if we can't get those guys, then we don't do the trade for Kawhi. Yeah. I don't think we just get Kawhi and give up assets. I think we need to get oh, somebody and then you give up assets need, to get Kawhi. I completely agree. Ku- or, uh, Kawhi's not going to get us to the championship on his own. He needs some pieces. He'll get us to the playoffs? Absolutely. But I don't think he gets us to the championship yet. No way. Um, cool. That was a good insight. Any thoughts on that, Ellen? No? Okay, great. Love that. Do you see what I'm saying, though? Like the Kuzma thing? No, I don't. And, but and I, don't I, put- I, under- I understand what you're saying, but I... I think he's far better than you're giving him credit for. And I think, I mean, he was better than Lonzo Ball last year. You know? I love Kuzma on the Lakers. Believe me, I love Kuzma on the Lakers. Okay. And my goal is not to get rid of him. But I think out of those guys, he is someone we get rid of. Yeah, but you also said you would keep Josh Hart over him. Like, that's insane to me. I would never in a million years do that. Over Kuzma. There's no way. I really like Josh Hart. Yeah, no, I know. But you also like like Westbrook. Who's one of the greatest players in the NBA right now. He definitely is. But there's players who are better than him that you don't agree with. Steph Curry, for example. Not better than Westbrook. Is a better player than Westbrook. Not a chance. Anyways, uh, moving right along. So the other trade rumor we heard, and it doesn't sound like this would ever happen, but I just wanted to bring this up a trade that the Warriors are potentially going to make for Anthony Davis. Ellen, did you hear about this? I did not hear about this, but I already don't like it. Okay, so the trade prospect is Draymond Green and Clay Thompson in a future first-round pick for Anthony Davis. You look very concerned. No. You don't like that? No. Okay, why? I I think... And this is not like expert, expert opinion, but I think if the Warriors get any more kind of huge players like that, I think it's going to start to collapse what they have going on. Yeah. I think their core, the St- Steph, Durant, and Thompson, I think anything else huge beyond that, I think would just start to crumble the, their process. Yeah. And I don't, I, I just don't think Anthony Davis would work as well in that group. It's a great point. It's trading two stars for one superstar, which, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. 
I, I think you make a really good point. They already have two superstars, and they have two stars who, I mean, are like right there, you know? So you're essentially trading two stars for a superstar. Ellen's out on that, and I think you make an excellent point. Like, why would you break up, like, this perfect like setup you know like because you could add a second superstar so ellen just said it's not adding it's taking and adding which i think is right like you these guys have been playing all together for like five years now and they've i mean they've they have a perfect uh approach to basketball at this point as far as the modern nba goes why would you take a risk by removing two of like the most key elements to that especially with draymond's ability to defend and clay's ability to shoot yeah and Anthony Davis is, I mean, a huge liability. He gets injured all the time. I think you could actually sub him out pretty easy. Who, Anthony Davis? Uh, Draymond and Clay, for sure. No, you can't. Name yeah. two players. Anthony Davis fulfills Draymond's role and then some. No. Yes. Okay. And then Andre Iguodala provides more defense for the team, and he's still a really good. He's a good scorer, not great, not as good as Clay. He's not good. He but I think he's still part. He's still part of the squad. He knows what he's doing. He's going to make it work. I think those guys are good enough. Or you put in a guy like Sean Livingston, who's going to make Sean eighty percent of his shots he, within ten feet, and he's going to fulfill the shooting guard role for the Warriors because really Steph Curry is a really two a shooting is always going to be worse than a three, and you're getting rid of. A bunch of threes. Yeah, but when it's just going to open Clay it up Thompson. for Durant and Curry to just drop more threes and more You're shots. You're talking insane right now, and you know it. No, I'm not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, cool. So you're out on that trade then? Out. Way out. I hope it happens. No. I really do. As an NBA fan, I really hope it doesn't because they'd be unbeatable. <laughs> they already are unbeatable. I hope it happens because, first of all, well, this will be the first time we see anything like this. I mean... You would have I would two be so of the three best players in the NBA on one team. That's insane. Jared, what? Two of the three best players. You would have two of the three best players in the NBA. You're not counting Curry in that, right? No. It's, Thank goodness. Thompson, no. Uh, Thompson, really? <laughs> Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. And then Curry. Like, that's bonkers, insane, crazy. And I think if that happens, I don't. Like, I, th- I think it'll crumble, and we don't want that. Yeah, it doesn't make s- if – if maybe if they lost the championship, I would say, yeah, maybe try and mix it up. Maybe try something new, but that doesn't, doesn't make sense right now. Did you guys see Kevin Durant on Jimmy Kimmel by any chance? No, but I want to. I love him. He's great. But he basically was asked, like, how does it feel? Is it still really fun? Is it exciting? And he was kind of like, yeah, it's just not the same. Last year was like – the first one was way more exciting. Now I just feel like I'm working all the time, which makes me think, do you think he's going to leave? He's a free agent too, right? He is, but I mean, he's already verbally said he's going to be with the Warriors. Could so. be interesting. Which could be interesting. Verbal commitments don't mean anything. <laughs> so you think he might leave this summer? I hope he does. And then the Warriors get pissed and then lose like first round of the playoffs. That'd be so great. <laughs> They yeah, trade Draymond. I just want to know what all the talk in the locker room was this past year. They all hinted after they won. Like, yeah, you have like no idea what went year. on this year. This was one the toughest year we've ever faced. There's a lot of internal stuff. Like, just share what it was. Okay, we're dying for some news out here. I mean, I think I have a feeling. What were you gonna say? Wasn't it like personal stuff in Steve Kerr's life? Is that, that part for of sure? But I mean, I also think I keep hearing that like people would just check out. Like, because 
it was too easy for them or they just weren't putting in the effort that they needed to put in and like it would be one guy this day another guy the next day just like consistently like yeah let's just get to the championship so i did see that draymond green gave up hot cheetos to to play well in the playoffs dude paid off that guy's a monster (laughs) all right cool so that's the nba we got the draft coming up this week we'll do our response um next week and I mean, I'm sure there's going to be another news story that breaks. Yeah, next Monday are the NBA awards. So oh, really? Yeah, we yeah, we definitely can. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So my vote is probably James Harden MVP. What about you guys? That's where I was. All right, cool. Dame. Dame Lillard. No, I love it. it's going to be Harden. It. If it's not Harden, it's rigged. It's got to be Harden. Yeah, it's got to be Harden. All right, cool. When we come back, we're going to talk about other things. <laughs> other things we're back welcome Um, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna chat music today like we haven't really gotten into music too deep just a little yodel boy chat a little a little uh kanye every now and then we did talk kanye once yeah yeah let's get into it let's get into it all right so most recent music news we had an album drop this week without any preconceived warning any hints or notions? That was none other than my album, right? Yeah, Jared's <laughs> album. <laughs> um, yeah, new dad on the rise. Isn't that your stage name? What's your stage name again? Anyways, Jay Z and Beyonce dropped an album called. So yeah, Jay Z and Beyonce album drop. Everything is love. Their group name. I don't know if you saw this. Is called the Carters. So they have logical. A, yeah, they have a name together now. Very cool. Um I listened to it. It's good. It's I mean it's fine. The anticipation was real. So basically my question is where are you guys at with surprise albums? This is not the first time we've seen this. Beyonce's done this before. It tends to be like a rap um genre type of thing like oh my gosh, surprise album dropped like People go crazy for it. Where are you guys at with it? Dumb. You don't like it? No. <laughs> Why not? Because I want to get excited for the album. Because then it's like, ah, my Thursday just got ruined because now I got to find time to like go to Best Buy and buy the disc. Or, you know what I mean? Well, no one buys <laughs> discs. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're saying like if it's a surprise, then like it's not in your schedule to go pick it up at the store, exactly. even though this will never be sold at <laughs> stores. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Or like, and then I got to go download it off of YouTube or LimeWire or something like that. LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I get you, man. What do you? Where are you at with the surprise album? Well, I I think it's fine because the end result is the same. However, I am. It's for sure. It's always a publicity stunt. Oh yeah, so absolutely. I think I don't remember who it was, but someone did it because like someone else dropped an album, and then someone dropped like a surprise album like in response to that. Okay, I think of who that was. Like maybe a was, diss like, track, like Nicki Minaj or something. Maybe. Oh okay. But I just feel like it's when people feel like they stop talking about them that they're like, "Wait, let me show you." We're I'm still still, still in the game. Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know. I just it's kind of like the game within the game, if you will. Sure. I'm a huge sucker for the surprise album. <laughs> to me, it's kind of the opposite of Jared. Like I, I 
if I hear an album is coming out later, I'm going to have like a lot of anticipation for it. So expectations. Expectations or just like, man, that's like forever. I have to wait. It's super annoying. And when that happens, like I feel like it rarely meets expectations. Like I remember um, Drake came out with More Life last year, which was a really good album if you're a Drake fan. Like because mm-hmm. his album before, I think it was called Views. Yeah, Views. Yeah, Views. He had been like talking about this album for like over a year and like pushing the date back. And then like it finally came out and it was not very good. Like he had kind of dug himself a grave realizing like, man, like people are really anticipating this now. And then more life came out out of nowhere and it was awesome. And it was like super good. And and I can't help but think like maybe that's because no one knew about it. So that's a valid point. I don't know. Yeah. And then Lemonade came out a couple years ago and that like changed people's lives. Mostly because Beyonce's like, she's on top of the world. So Jared, you're out. Ellen kind of mixed. Somewhere in the middle. I don't mind it, but I'm always skeptical of the reasoning behind it. Yeah. I'm all in on the surprise album. I I honestly, it's just the best because like it's all over (laughs) social media. People are like losing their minds over it. And, you know, sometimes it's good. Most of the time it's not good anyway, but still really fun like it's exciting for a minute that's my thoughts so Valid. let's talk about music summer is a great time for music everyone goes on tour in the summer um i love music i'm a huge music fan i will say i'm i primarily listen to podcasts but if there's a new band coming out i like to listen to it um but yeah what so what are you guys listening to right now you go to a lot of shows, Ellen, right? I do. I love like I love music. I love different types of music. Like my Spotify like year summary last year, like I listened to over a hundred different artists. Wow. Like it's like music is my favorite type of like media, I think. Okay. Above T V movies. Music wins. Podcast. Music will always win. That's great. That's really it. cool. I love it. So who's hot? What do you like right now? So I like Finding little things on like Spotify that for people who aren't really famous yet. Totally. So the I've been, indie rockers. Yeah. I I love UK. Oh, artists. okay. So I listen to a ton, a few like Jacob Banks, super cool kind of like, he has like an R&B style to him, but okay. he has like this incredible voice. Um, this girl that recently came out, Grace Carter, she's super cool. Just all these little little things on Spotify just add to a playlist. Is she part of the Carters? She's not, but that's <laughs> ironic. They should go on tour together. Ooh, yeah. Um, um, okay, cool. Yeah. My favorite of all time right now is Dermot Kennedy. Oh, okay. Y'all should check him out. What is, what's the genre here? So when people write articles about him, they say he's like <laughs> a mix of like Bonnie Vare and Drake. Whoa. I know. I, I don't love that comparison. Is that person a Christian? No. No, I'm thinking of someone else. No. But you're into that. I love it's so cool. Like his lyrics are Bonnie Bear like, but his newer stuff has has these super cool beats. It's really awesome. You guys should seriously check him out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I I love music, so I would I definitely be into that. Jared, you look a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really like 
I love music, but I don't like go out and go to a lot of shows. You sing or... at the end of every episode. I'm so concerned. yeah, because I love music. But I like I said, I don't go to a lot of shows. I don't like stay in the know of like, oh my gosh, new album drop. This is fire. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Totally. I more find myself like I'm doing homework. I need something in the background to like keep my thoughts going. But then it's like I don't know any new stuff, and I don't know any of these new artists. Like, yeah, Cardi B or Cardi B. Yeah. Post Malone, you know, like we're at one point in your life. Would you say you were like that, or yeah, I used to like again. LimeWire was my friend, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so every night I would download like new ones that came out. Sure, yeah, it's hard to keep up. Like yeah, it, it really never is. ends. Yeah, that's a great but, point. Yeah, so I just find myself like thinking back to like what I used to listen to like ten years ago, and then it's like Usher, uh, sure. yeah, Backstreet Boys. Um, you know, I hear ya. Backstreet Boys, very cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Dude, that's cool, man. Thanks for sharing. I think for me, like, I'm not Ellen. Like, I'm not current as much as I want to be. But, like, I love music. I reached a point in my life where I, like, just couldn't keep up anymore. And especially s- since I started working at, you know, a university, I'm getting older and the students are staying the same age. So they're all current and they know what's going on all the time. And I reached a point where I was like, I just can't keep up anymore i'm gonna stick to what i know and what i like um so i i listen to a lot of old music like yeah like what genres like i love classic rock and i'm not talking like acdc like i love like the easy classic rock like the grateful dead is by far my favorite band right now i'm just nuts about it i truly am and i think they there's just so like how do you say it they're like they're everything I want in a band right now. Like they just jam. They have a good time. Their their music is just so good. Their tone is so good. Like I cannot get enough Grateful Dead. Um, yeah, but I'll always put on like Jackson Brown if we're at home. James Taylor. Um, you know, even like I love Bruce Springsteen. So I like the oldies a lot. Um, I came across this band though, and they're super hot right now. And it's honestly like one of the best bands I've heard in years. They are called Snail Mail. Have you heard of them, Ellen? No. Oh my god. Snail Mail. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like you pulled me out of high school and like this would be the soundtrack that would like take me from class to class. Like with my iPad or iPod. Um this girl so it's a female singer. The band is only a three piece band, but the tone is like I mean, it's, I'm not kidding. It's like straight out of like your emo high school days. And I don't even want to say emo because it has like a really good upbeat rock sound to it. But I get that. I get that vibe. Yeah. I for, for sure, sure. have that life. So I highly encourage you to check out Snail Mail. And I just found this out. It's crazy. The lead singer is a female. I was assuming she was probably like my age, maybe even older, but this girl's only 19 years old. So she was born in the year 1999, which when I read that, I was oh like, I feel like I'm a thousand years old. Right Does now. she even know what snail mail is? Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> and I think maybe that's like the whole point of the name is like, she's kind of an old soul captures this old tone, but you got to check this band out. They are super, super good. Their newest album just came out last week. Hey, since I like concerts, I can keep up on this for you. She's going to be in At the LA on the 30th. <laughs> I know. I really want to go. going to be free? I, w- I want to go, but I also am hoping she comes to Orange County and plays at that little place there, the observatory. 
Oh, so yeah, that plays Hopefully rocks. later she'll do that. Back to it. you next week for sure. You know what it's like? This is what I keep telling people, and you're going to hate this. The, the movie Lady Bird, okay? Yeah. Greatest movie I've seen in years. Which, by the way, listeners, is on Amazon Prime now. It is. I saw that. And you can watch it anytime you so want. So good. It's like Lady Bird grew up and she's now like a singer. And this is her band. I can for sure get behind that. So, I don't know. Check it out. Nice. All right. So, that's our show. Um, that's what we talked about this week. Tune in next week because, boy, howdy, we are going to eat some mud for our food. <laughs> For real? <laughs> Not real, bud, but you know, you know what I'm saying. All right, guys, have a great week.